Are you ready for an open discussion with the best of the best and the best of what's next? Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. Join in on a great conversation today with some of the world's great influencers as they showcase great advice and techniques that made them the game changers they are today. Now, here's Tony D'Urso. Welcome, I'm your host, Tony D'Urso. I interview some of the most successful people in the world, and I thank you for joining us. This show is dedicated to helping you turn your vision into reality. And here's a successful entrepreneur who provides insights and guidance you can use to move along your vision path. Listen to my shows at TonyDURSO.com or go to your favorite podcast platform, such as Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Just search for Tony D-U-R-S-O. Now, before we get going, get ready to build your first sales funnel without having to hire an entire team to help. As ClickFunnels makes it super easy. Visit TonyDURSO.com slash click, C-L-I-C-K. And please stay tuned for important messages from our sponsors just ahead. I'll be talking about shaving with Harry's razors. I've been using them for years and we're giving you a trial set at harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O. And find the right person for your business at LinkedIn Jobs by going to linkedin.com slash Tony to get $50 off. More details on all this just ahead, so please stay tuned. Today's show is about coronavirus and being a leader with Matt Sweetwood. Let's see what we can learn today. At the end of this interview, I'm going to do a summary recap of what we went over, so stay tuned for that. Here's some info on Matt Sweetwood. He's the best-selling author, leader of the pack, and the father of powerful leadership speaker. As a single dad to five children, he built his own $100 million business and is now the CEO of the emerging startup Lux Now. Here we go. Hi, Matt. Welcome to the Tony D'Urso Show. So great to have you on with us today. Tony, it is a pleasure to be here, particularly at this most uh, troubling time. Yes, indeed. I really look forward to talking about the coronavirus and being a leader. It is a time where leaders, I think, have to do a little bit more or maybe a lot more than they're doing now because you've got to help so many more people under your care, under your jurisdiction, under your zone of influence. So really want to get into this. But before we do, we want to follow your journey to success and learn about you. So Matt, please tell us, how did it all start for you? What's your backstory? Uh, For me, uh, I like to say that I am a Jersey guy. I spent uh, most of uh, the five decades I've been alive uh, in New Jersey. I ran a business. I raised my uh, five kids there, uh, went to school there, ended up selling my business there. So really, I always say that's kind of where my, uh, where my roots are from. In recent years, I, uh, I made it into New York City, was there for a few years. And now I'm running an amazing company called Lux Now. Uh, here in Miami, Florida, and really enjoying life and trying to build something big. But I'll back up to uh, the Jersey side. So, you know, I was a uh, full Mr. New Jersey kind of guy. Always, people always would joke with me that I was the uh, legal version of Tony Soprano. Ran a uh, photographic supply business there, which went through major, major business transformations. If you know anything about the photo business, uh, one time we sold flash bulbs and then eventually film became a huge seller of film. 5% of the market went through my company. Digital came about. The small stores we were selling went out of business. We ended up selling photographers. 
it was a constant reinvention of this business, um, eventually opening up a camera store, reinventing the camera store model, uh, building a very, very successful camera store when all the other camera stores kind of bit the dust and uh, really had an amazing uh, and quite adventurous business career there. And to my fortune, I eventually was able to successfully exit that business in uh, 2015. On the personal side, maybe I have more of an interesting story because I'm the guy who ended up writing a book called Leader of the Pack about his story of raising five children on his own. Uh, I tell him the story about how the mom left when the kids were little. I ended up uh, in a pretty uh, difficult circumstance, obviously very, very difficult circumstance, some crazy adventures along the way. Like I said, it ended up in a great self-help book of you know, how really anybody can overcome this in business or in their personal life. Uh, raised those kids in New Jersey, built that business, and really ended up in a very, very good way. The kids are all out there now uh, doing their thing. And uh, I'm here, like I said, in uh, Miami, uh, enjoying myself and uh, running a new cool business. Matt, so many questions and comments I want to make about that. But just to follow along the, the little format I have, I want to get into your vision for your current success. You're running Lux now. You've done dynamite on other businesses. What brought about this vision to do this? I mean, luxury rental assets, and we'll talk more about that business, but I just want to get into your mindset here of how did that vision come about? Um, Well, when I moved here to Florida, quite frankly, I decided to do something uh, different in my life. You know, when you live, I lived within 20 miles of New York City for 50 something years. And there came a point where I said, okay, I'm going to do something different. I headed to Florida, which a lot of Northeasterners do. We have some uh, tax advantage here. We got a weather advantage here. There's a lot of good reasons to move to Florida. And much to my surprise, the business environment here was really good. And when I started searching around for businesses, it was a situation where just this opportunity came my way. And it was such a good opportunity. It looked like a company that could really go big. And the opportunity to step in, transform the business, and turn it into something really amazing was just there for me. I had a team. Absolutely fascinating. And Matt, what is the purpose for what you do? What's the passion here? Why do you get up every day to do this job or this business? Um, For me, it's to build something really significant. I am a person who drives for success, and this is an opportunity to create big success. And when you have that opportunity before you, you seize it. And so I get up every morning and I say, how can I grow this business? How can we make it into something that people will be talking about the next big unicorn startup? And for me, that drive, that drive to success and to build something that will last for generations, for my kids for my success is really what gets me going. And that's really been the story of my career. You take on a challenge, you build it, you turn it into a success. And for me, that's what gives me gratification. And on the business side, keeps me going. Matt, let's get into your vision path and really drill down. And I'm telling you, the one thing that blows me away here is you took a company from 1 million in sales to 100 million. Talk about unicorns. Tell us more about this. I think that this was a situation where I I can't really talk about the growth of this business without really talking about 
the desperation that I had to sort of make a life for me and my kids. And when you approach a business, if you are driven, and, and I believe this for anybody, if you are driven to create success, you're going to find a way to do that. And I was in a business, when I started this business, we were a small company, just a few employees, and we were selling photo supplies to small stores. You know, you can think back in the late, uh, late 80s, late 70s, early 80s, um, most of the photographic supplies were sold through, let's say, independent drugstores, um, about 80% of the photo supplies. So we went in there and I took a look at this little business and kept innovating and working hard innovating, working hard, innovating, working hard, reinventing. And I think for me, if I just approach this question from the top level, I think that for me, I've always been a reinventor. And I'm a person who looks to reinvent even when things were going well. But I had a real drive to make this business, to turn this business from a little four-person business into something big, to conquer the photo business, to create something that would last you know, a lifetime or create something that would create enormous success. And it's just that continuous drive, the understanding of the business. I think as a leader, one of the things that I always did was I knew how to do every job in my company. I got myself involved in every aspect of the growth and then hired good people and put them in place and then treated the staff really, really well and built something that everybody could participate in and just kept doing that over and over relentlessly. And, you know, like I said, the drive for me was to be able to care for my kids and make a life for them, a life that was worth living, create a big life. And I think it's just something about being driven that anybody can take a business and really turn it into something significant. I'm just impressed. 100 million in sales. That is absolutely amazing. And because of current events right now, we've got a coronavirus issue going on, let's call it. It's very severe right now. And... I wonder about brick and mortar stores, camera stores, any kind of stores. I wonder about the future. There's a lot of people that wonder, and I'd love to know your take. What do you think the future holds on this? I think that this is a um, major problem for the retailer. I think large, medium, and small retailers are, uh, if this continues, you know, right now, as we're talking about this, we're really, I would say, a week into heavy effect in the United States. And I think that if this continues more than a month or two, um, you're going to see a unfortunate major fallout in the retail market. I'm going to guess that some of these retailers are just not going to open up. Again, I think a lot of it will depend upon what happens with rents. Um, because if you really understand the retail side of the business, your rent is really the rent that you pay is really um, you know, such a, an enormous factor, uh, whether employees can stay on, you know, whether you can pay employees or not. This is all going to determine what happens in this marketplace. But I have a feeling, and I don't mean to be pessimistic, but I have a feeling that you're going to see really a sort of, I don't want to call it the final straw on retail, but I think that you're going to see just such a heavy and sorrowful, very painful effect on the retail world out there where only the very strongest are going to come out on top. But of course, you know, you always say like a forest fire, you know, it burns down and that's to fertilize the ground for, you know, something new. So I'm a believer in business. We're talking about the coronavirus and being a leader with Matt Sweetwood, and you can find him at msweetwood.com. 
I'm going to spell that M for Matt. Sweet. We know that word. Wood, W-O-O-D-M, sweetwood.com. This is the Tony Tierso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about coronavirus and being a leader with Matt Sweetwood. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hey guys, when it's time to hire, I know that finding the right person for your company can be challenging. This is especially true in a small business where every employee truly impacts the organization. So when you are ready to find that next hire, LinkedIn can help. LinkedIn Jobs matches your role with qualified candidates so you can find the right person quickly. I'm looking at LinkedIn Jobs right now. You'll see that there are a lot of jobs and people hiring. And with a few clicks of suggested searches, you can find the right job or internship for you to apply. And you can search for a job just about any place in the world, perhaps with more people working at home. This may open up the playing field more and allow more jobs to get filled faster. Just a thought. If you are looking for a job, definitely check this out. If you are an employer and you want some good candidates to apply, then this is a place for you to post your job for a lot of people to see. Tons of people looking for work come here and apply. And this means you should get some good candidates applying for your job posting. I highly recommend you check it out and see how easy it is to get some good candidates. And if you're not hiring right now, and I understand that, I welcome you to check out linkedin.com slash Tony so that you know what's available when the time comes to use it. Look around and see what's there. This is prudent. LinkedIn is an active community of professionals with 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person faster. Things like collaboration, creativity, adaptability, LinkedIn looks beyond just hard skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates every day so it's seen by people looking for jobs like yours. That's why companies rate LinkedIn Jobs the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Find the right person for your business with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com slash Tony, L-I-N-K-E-D-I-N, dot com slash t-o-n-y again that's linkedin.com slash tony to get fifty dollars off your first job post terms and conditions apply all right guys check it out and tell me how much you love it you're listening to the tony d'urso show with key influencers we'd love to hear from you via email be sure to send questions and comments to tony at tony now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about coronavirus and being a leader with Matt Sweetwood. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Matt served as president of Unique Photo, New Jersey's premier camera store, for 28 years. 
Nationally known in the photography industry as an innovator, he helped acquire over 50 U.S. and international trademarks for both language and design and founded and ran the Aussie award-winning publication Photo Insider. And we've all heard of that, right? And now back to the chat with Matt. I happen to be a believer in the retail model and that if you run a retail establishment properly, you can retail anything and compete against anybody. I did that for many years. Imagine selling photographic product against you know some of the largest internet retailers in the world at a retail level. So while I think it's going to be very ugly and I think this year is going to be one that's going to go down in the books, I think that we'll come out of it eventually and you'll see retail grow anew, maybe in a different form, maybe in a different experience factor for the consumer. But uh, unfortunately, like I said, I don't think this year is going to, it's going to go very well in the end. True, true, true. And it can be no doubt that the online world, the digital world is going to grow even more. I mean, more and more business schools, classes of all kinds are all being forced on the internet. And that's just going to be our new way of life. Can totally see that. I mean, I think if you even look like I'm looking at what's going on here in Miami right now, all of the restaurants have been closed, but they're allowed to be open for takeout. So how many people will, once this is over, continue to do takeout? So you'll see restaurants start to develop a more robust takeout business and they will have an opportunity going forward to not only fill their dining rooms, but to also expand their takeout business. So if you sort of look at how, you know, business evolves, an opportunity like this could be a chance to focus customers on a different part of the business. And so there's always opportunity if you know what you're doing and you know how to look for it. Again, so true. It is quite an opportunity for the takeout business. And we can, as just mentioned on my one of my last interviews with Dr. Brian Boxer Walkler with the takeout challenge. If those that can and have the means start ordering takeout from their local restaurants, even one a day for themselves or their employees or whoever, it will help bring that business a little bit and grow that business to give them a chance. Because as we all know, once a small business or the smaller enterprise goes down, it's very hard for them to get back up. The bigger chains will be able to absorb this loss a little bit more than than the small mid-sized business. So doing something like that will definitely help. And I do see that growing. So yes, we're going to see that where it's just the order of the day is to take out instead of going out to eat. I did that at Lux Now, actually, the last week that we were operating out of the office. Obviously, now uh, man, businesses are all mandated to close here in Florida. So we're all working from home. And we can talk a little bit about how we strategize that. But the last few days that I was there, I actually... It's a morale thing, obviously, to keep your staff's morale up. I ordered lunch for them, but I ordered lunch for the staff in from local restaurants every day this week until we were forced to shut down. And I did it for the reasons that you mentioned. Thank you so much. That's excellent. If we all do our part, we will help as a team, as a country, uh, get through this. And I do want to continue going down the leadership route, learning about leadership. You are a wealth of information. And one thing that I'd like to make sure I bring up is your role in Bebe, if I'm saying it right, B-E-B-E-E. It's a professional social network. Can you tell us about that and how you work there? Yeah. uh, So that was an opportunity that came about kind of by surprise. It's not even one that I went out and reached for. And and that came uh, soon after I had uh, sold my photographic supply company uh, retail store. 
It's a company that was trying to build a social media network around the world and here in the United States, somewhere between, let's say, LinkedIn and Facebook. And it was a very, very interesting project for me because I myself have uh, built a very, very big personal brand, have used social media extremely effectively, you know, throughout my career. One of the things, you know, I speak regularly and one of the things that I always speak on is how to use your personal brand to build your business, how to use your personal social media to actually enhance your business separate from the business social media. So for me, this was a platform that actually did that. And it was a very exciting opportunity for me to sort of work outside my own company for the kind of the first time in my life and try to do something. And I took the CEO role there kind of on a consulting basis to try to give that platform a lift. And during my time there, we added over a million users to the platform. We did a lot of very, very interesting things there. So for me, it was a great experience too. It was also an opportunity to enter the startup world where you go out and you try to raise funds and you go to, you speak to private equity and venture capital and you sort of build a company again from the ground up, which is something I really, really enjoy. Matt, we talked earlier about your book, Leader of the Pack. We want to focus on leadership. We have entrepreneurs, solopreneurs, we have small business owners, as well as corporate executives listening. What can you help us with? What can we learn from you about being a leader in these times? I mean, I think at this time, the most important thing that you can do is not panic. I think that your staff, whatever it is, whether you're running a small business, medium, you're a solopreneur, even if it's yourself, you don't want to panic. You want to think logically through the circumstance and you want to be in a position where you're not continually catching up to the circumstance, right? So one of the things that all humans do is they tend to lie to themselves and say, well, maybe it's not as bad as this. I always have time to do this. You want to very, very confidently act and try and stay ahead of the situation on the ground. I mean, we're sitting here right now looking at the coronavirus situation. You know, you're sort of sitting there and saying to yourself, well, you know, this is going to blow over in a couple of days. You should be planning way ahead. I'm really looking, you know, myself down the road a month, two months to see what operations are going to look like. One of the first things that I did, for example, was I went out and I cut all of the unnecessary expenses immediately. If the virus situation ends relatively quickly, I can always go back to them. But obviously, we have to look at resources. We have to look at cash flow. We have to look at the business coming in. And we sort of prepare for this more long-term strategy, but we do it very calmly. We keep our staffs informed. We don't let them be in the dark, not what's going on. You give them confidence. Um, You use other tools. Like today, um, we were all working from home. Literally before I got on this show with you, I have my entire staff on a Zoom call. And we actually went over what we worked on today. We answered questions. We joked a lot. We really just made it feel like I get, you know, that business is going on. I told them the plans of the company, what we're cutting, what we're doing, what's required of them. We have that kind of communication and you just need to have sure, steady leadership. It's like being the captain of a ship in wartime. Even if it's a small boat and you're on the boat, you don't want to panic because when you panic, you're going to sink your ship. And you want to be very, very focused, plan ahead, assume the worst, anticipate, try to stay in front of the news and in front of what you really think is going to happen. 
And, you know, we're tough. We're, we're, you know, we're business leaders. We have to be strong if we want to be a leader and be successful. Such great advice. And by the way, your book, Leader of the Pack, if we go to emmasweetwood.com, can we get the book there? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. I talk a lot about the book there. You can go on Amazon, obviously, and download the book in audio, digital, or, you know, paperback form. I'm very proud of the book. The book was it was a bestseller in self-help books. It's got a zillion, you know, five-star reviews. I've had people come to me, tell me it's changed their life. It's motivated them. It's helped them through very difficult times. It's been a very rewarding experience. So I certainly, you know, I know it's self-serving to go out there. And if anybody thinks, by the way, you make a lot of money off a book, and I'm doing this because I'm going to get <laughs> rich off selling my book. That's not really what it's about. It really means something for me to people go out and read the book, and it has an impact on their life, and they actually write me or tell me or whatever. To me, that's what uh, makes life great. I love that, and I totally understand in the book. The book is not to get rich. It's just to give that good information out there, and I, I feel the same way about my books, and I'm glad that I'm able to help people and marketing and sales and things like that. Now, Matt, some people, or should I say, excuse me, a lot of people now are working from home and they have family there. There are situations there. There's perhaps taking care of parents, taking care of a sibling, taking care of children, and they have to work. And you took care of your family while you were a CEO of a huge business. Let's see what advice we can give our audience out there who have to deal with the sorts of things and keep working. It's very, very challenging. Yeah, I mean, and this is a very unique time. I don't think I can ever remember a time like this when you have essentially the entire workforce working from home. You know, if you think about this from, let's say, 20 years ago, where very few people work from home, you know, this would have been uh, like work at home. Like, what's that? But now I think people step into it much more easily, at least the concept of it. Of course, if you have little children at home, my direct recommendation is just to lock them in the closet. Just to tell them to be crazy. <laughs> Please, no, don't do that. Don't. Okay. If the closet's got a refrigerator, a bed, right. another, another person and all their toys, maybe. Yeah, exactly. No, I mean, look. There is no way we're going to candy coat this. If you have children, particularly little children or even young teens, and they are home and you're trying to work, I mean, the idea is to try to, you know, stay sane. We know this, okay? I'm not going to candy coat this. I'm not going to be like, uh, you know, do this or do that. You know your kids better than anybody. You're just going to have to sort of get in there and get through it. The good part is that your employer, your, your boss, your manager – we're all in the same spot. Nobody's going to get on you if you're working and your kids, you know, throwing a paper airplane through the screen as you're on doing whatever you're doing. The other good part is that a lot of people are kind of set up at home to do this. And I, and I will tell you that that's the first thing that I will tell you. So I actually, because I live pretty close to my office and I'm working pretty long hours at Lux now, I don't really have a sophisticated setup at home. And so literally the first thing I did when I knew this was going to happen is I made myself a comfortable work environment. You know, this is really important. And I think sometimes people say, oh, I'll just put the laptop on my, uh, you know, on my lap and I'll sit on the couch or whatever. That's really a mistake because you want to be in the mindset of work. You should take it seriously. You may be doing this for a few weeks at least. Get yourself a really good setup. I know I did that. As a matter of fact, literally this morning, I realized that I didn't have 
a proper second monitor to my laptop. I've got one, but it's not so good. It's only meant to sort of carry on an airplane. I went out and I splurged. I spent a few hundred dollars. I ordered a proper monitor so that I can sit and work comfortably. I, I cleared out a desk in there. Actually, I'm using my wife's makeup desk. She's going to have to sort of move that makeup stuff someplace else. I put myself in a comfortable chair, created an environment that's really good. And then when it comes to your kids, you just, you set the rules. I mean, they have to, I'm not one who sort of candy coats with his children. One of my philosophies, because I really couldn't do anything else, I was by myself raising five little kids, is you basically have to set the rules and you say, this is work time. This is what has to happen. You can't disturb me. You know, you know, and you make time for them and you create sort of this, oh, I hate this term, work-life balance, but now you really have to do it. And what I mean by is work time balance and family time balance, which you're now going to have to intermix because, you know, you can't go on your computer and ignore the kids for eight hours a day. That's not going to work. So you have to rethink your schedule, create it. So create a proper work environment, come up with a realistic schedule for working a little bit, dealing with the family, stay focused on your work. Don't get distracted by TV and all sorts of other things. This is the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about coronavirus and being a leader with Matt Sweetwood. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Now is not the time to overpay for razors at the drugstore. Harry's knows sometimes it's better to stay inside. That's why they ship directly to you so you can experience the quality of a Harry's shave in just a few days from the convenience of your own home. I've been using Harry's razors and accessories for years now. Really, the prices are really low and actually negligible. The razor blades seem to last forever and always give a close shave for a very long time. I love their products. The shave gel has aloe and that's good for your skin. Aloe has vitamins A and C, and it's an anti-inflammatory. Your skin will love it. And when you use the shave gel, you only need a little dab to shave a large area. Try a small amount and see how much it lathers. It's very impressive. I get a much closer shave using their gel as opposed to someone else's soap or lather. Check it out. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's and claim your special trial offer by going to harrys.com D-U-R-S-O. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash D-U-R-S-O. Harry's is a return to the essential. Quality, durable blades at a fair price. Just $2 per blade. They've cut out the middleman manufacturing blades in their German blade factory that's been honing precision blades for a century, which means you get incredibly high-quality blades at factory direct prices. Harry's is super convenient. Blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule, with or without a subscription. And you can feel good about your purchase. 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave, let them know and they'll give you a full refund. 1% of proceeds are set aside 
for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better health care for men and veterans. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O. You'll get a weighted ergonomic handle for a firm grip, five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash D-U-R-S-O to start shaving better today. That's H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash D-U-R-S-O. All right, guys, check it out, sign up, and tell me how much you love it. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on the Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about coronavirus and being a leader with Matt Sweetwood. At the end of this interview, I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. And now back to the chat with Matt. And another thing which is really important, which I am a huge believer in, and considering everything is closed, I really believe in going out and getting some fresh air every once in a while, extremely important. Because, you know, we're in our homes, we don't have our bosses watching us. So it's very, very easy to sort of just get stuck at the desk, do a little bit of work, flip open the news, flip open Yahoo or whatever it is that you do, deal with the kids, come back, and then it's dinner time and you go to bed. You don't really want that. You want to create sort of this rhythm in your day where you're getting some movement around, you're dealing with the kids, you're dealing with your work, and you'll eventually find a very, very productive ritual doing that. And once again, you want to impress your employer. You, If you're running your own business, you want to continue that momentum going, and you just need to take the whole process seriously, adapt fast, create that work environment, and go get it. I love that advice. Thank you. And I just wanted to say, in the past, I've seen too many people in unsupervised job positions at the physical company place of work where because they're not supervised they just really brought down the bar of what they wanted to do and they goofed off a lot they did a lot of things that i don't even want to mention on air because they took advantage of the system and i want to say to everyone listening now please be grateful you have a job be very grateful you work at home that's fine if your boss is not there work show through your work and the efforts that you are producing that you're contributing that you're valuable because this job what you do is extremely important and the unemployment rate has gone up so please be grateful and put in that work and just as matt so beautifully said organize yourself and do your personal stuff watching your news or whatever later at when you come home when it's done you know there's have, there's your work time, and then when you come home at night, it might be a 30-second commute to the kitchen or whatever or the living room, but get that in so that you can keep your job because I want that unemployment rate to go down. So I really appreciate this advice. I want everyone to listen to this again. Right after this, I'm going to give some highlights of this talk. So please stay tuned and be grateful for your job, everybody. Whether it's your job you created yourself or a job that someone is, is expecting you, live up to the demand. And we will get through this. 
Matt, you are the CEO of LuxNow, the world's first portfolio of luxury rental assets. And that's like, okay, what's the luxury rental asset? I think I know what it is. I'd like to know what is it that you do there? And is there a place for that in this current economy right now? Um, okay. So the first, let me just sort of give you the rundown on the business. So LuxNow is a marketplace of luxury assets, and that would be autos, homes, and yachts. We're the only platform that has all three of those verticals on one platform. And we specialize in the luxury area. Sort of to make it really simple, we do kind of like what Airbnb does. You have on one side, you have hosts, which list properties. And on the other side, you have renters that come in and rent those properties. But we do it with homes. We do it with autos, high-end luxury and exotic autos. And we do it with yachts. And you can do all three on the platform at the same time. Um, and we're, and that, like I said before, I'm really excited about this business because nobody else is doing it. And finding convenient and easy access to luxury through an app, which we have a fantastic app. It's on iOS and Android or through a website or just by calling us and speaking to one of our expert concierge is, it would, is no, there, you can't find it. You come into a place like Miami where we are or New York or Los Angeles or some of the other cities we're opening up right now, Finding those luxury assets is actually very difficult. We make it very, very easily accessible and in many cases, affordable process. As to whether um, in this really difficult times we're in, obviously travel is extremely difficult. You know, we have some more high-end clients that can sometimes fly private and come in and do that. But for the vast majority of our clientele, obviously getting to the locations and accessing those assets, particularly homes, is more difficult. So we're suffering a little bit like everybody else. But, you know, look, there are people that still get themselves around and there are people that still are able to rent and do whatever it is they need to do. But, yeah, I mean, in this economy, I think right now, uh, from a corporate perspective, we're spending a lot of our time instead of going out there and trying to get bookings and, you know, do our digital marketing and our social media to drive people. We're looking to improve our process. And I think that that is a really excellent um, advice to give to other business owners that at least while you're quote unquote treading water, there are many other opportunities. For example, I just sent my sales staff, my concierge staff to really go look at our, our web property and our app properties and make sure that all of our listings really look good. The pictures are good. The descriptions are good. We contact the hosts to make sure to see if they need anything. People that have listed stuff. We have other tech stuff and we're building marketing platforms. So there's lots of back work that we can do that can set us up for when everything turns around, which God willing will be soon. We're going to be ready to go at full speed and in an improved format. So the answer, I guess, to your question is no, we're very much impacted, obviously, by what's going on. But from an operational perspective, we're using this little pause and we're going to improve our offering, improve our visibility and be even in a better position when things go live again. I think that is extremely important advice for any CEO leader out there. Take this opportunity now and organize and set up and make your product even better so that when things pick up a little bit more, you've got a better, greatly improved product. I think that's very wise. And on that, we've talked a little bit here and there. We've talked a lot about leadership. I want to make sure that we've addressed what you think is important for our audience to know in these times. 
as regards leadership, as regards surviving. Is there anything else that you'd like to go over or make sure that we we take note of? Yeah, I think that leadership is a mindset. I can't emphasize this enough. You know, one of, the, one of the best talks that I give, I've given it in front of very, very big audiences, is that the path to success lies within every person. You can tap into that if you're driven, if you really want it. One of my favorite sayings is, you, can, you can't have anything, everything that you want, but you can have anything you want. Meaning that you simply ask yourself the question, how badly do I want it? How badly do I want to get my business through this crisis? If you ask yourself that question every day and the answer to that question is, is I'm going to survive this no matter what, you are going to lead yourself, your company and your staff through this and you are going to find the way to be more successful coming out of it, to look for opportunities to actually, like we talked just talked about, to transform your business, to do what it takes. So for me, I believe that leadership always starts with desire. If you have the desire to be successful, you're going to find a way to get there. And to me, that's at the heart of anything that you do in your life. And, you know, we began this discussion in the same way. And it's that drive for success, the relentless drive for success that will ultimately lead you there. So, you know, that's really my advice to lead for people to lead in this moment is just to be driven and to understand where you want to go and to do everything in your power to get you there. I like that so much. If you really want it bad enough, you'll get it. So it's just all a matter of how bad do you want it? And therein lies the focus and the desire and just pushing like crazy to make that happen. I think we can all be very successful and more successful if we put more focus on it. So I love that answer. What are you looking to accomplish in the next few years? Uh, For me, uh, from a business perspective, um, you know, I'm going to answer this first by talking about, I want to see my kids, my, uh, they're all adult children now, you know, they, they took my heart and soul to raise them into successful adults. God blessed us and they're all really successful out in the world. And I want to see them continue that success. I want to see them contribute to the world in positive ways, um, you know, and do something that can make not only me proud, but everybody around them and their families proud. From a business perspective, my focus is on Lux now. I believe we can be the next in the the startup world, unicorn startup, uh, something that people will be hearing about and talking about and driving this into a company that is going to generate generational wealth for me, my family, and the people who are connected to my company. Matt, are there any personal habits that contribute to the success of you accomplishing your vision? Um, yeah, um, along with, you know, obviously we talked about drive and desire for me, managing, you know, five children and running a hundred million dollar business and even running startups and managing a complex life has always come down to organization. People call me crazy organized. I just call me successfully organized. And so everything I do is always organized, managed. If you ask me to find something from three years ago on this date, I can find it. My schedule is always laid out. My personal effects are always in order. In other words, I never lose my keys. I never misplace my wallet. My cell phone is always working. I make sure that the screens are organized. My calendar is up to date. 
Every person who contacts me is in my address book. I make notes on everything. Everything's in the cloud and backed up so that I can always find it no matter what. And I can go on and on about how I plan my schedule and how I plan my day and manage emails and organize the emails and instruct my staff and keep track of what goes on with the staff and manage the finances. So for me, success always revolves around Uber organization. And if you are organized and keep track of everything that you're supposed to and do it in an efficient way, you're basically three quarters of the way to success. Totally agree with that. Organization is key. This is the Tony Tierso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Just ahead, the chat continues about coronavirus and being a leader with Matt Sweetwood. But first, it's time for us to take a short break. See you back here in just a moment. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey guys, short and sweet. Would you like to quickly create beautiful sales funnels that convert your visitors and leads and then customers? And without having to hire or rely on a tech team, we'll say no more. ClickFunnels is here. It's changing the lives of entrepreneurs, and it's changed mine too. Start your free 14-day trial now. Start building your first funnel right now and join the 101,000-plus entrepreneurs who are actively using ClickFunnels to easily get their products and their message out to the world. Yeah, really, over 101,000 entrepreneurs are using ClickFunnels now. So start your free 14-day trial now. Start building your first funnel right now at TonyDURSO.com slash click. That's TonyDURSO.com slash click to start your free 14-day trial now, today. And start building your first funnel today. TonyDURSO.com slash C-L-I-C-K. Check it out, sign up, and tell me how much you love it. You're listening to The Tony D'Urso Show with key influencers. We'd love to hear from you via email. Be sure to send questions and comments to Tony at TonyD'Urso.com. Now, back to Tony and his guests. All right, we're back on The Tony D'Urso Show, where you can learn from the wisdom and success of others to help you move on your vision path. Let's see what we can learn today. Today's show is about coronavirus and being a leader with Matt Sweetwood. At the end of this interview... I'll give you a summary of what I got out of this, and I'll share some pointers with you. Stay tuned for that. Matt appeared as a regular contributor on Fox News, NBC Today Show, CBS TV, News 12, New Jersey, PIX11, and other high-profile programs. He's also spoken publicly for organizations like Panasonic, UPS, PMDA, Microsoft, New Jersey Devils Hockey, and the BMW CCA. And he was a member of the prestigious CMO Club, where he won the President's Award in 2014. And now back to the chat with Matt. Are there any great resources that you would like to share with our audience success squad? Yeah, I think that resources are the people that are around you. And so one of the things that I learned as a leader, even though you ultimately make the final decision, 
And, you know, and I don't want to send you off to look at this source, to look at that source. I like to be more personal about how you find your sources. And I think that for leaders, particularly people that are leading their companies, I have made it a habit, particularly as I've gotten older and supposedly wiser, of really leaning on my staff and taking their input and trying to understand what it is that's really going to make our company better. So that's my mandate out there to your listeners. If you haven't really reached out to your staff, to the people that are connected to you, even if your managers, other managers, and just sort of draw from that, that group of people, and that will be your greatest resource. They always have insights that you don't see and always have ideas that you don't see. Ultimately, not every idea is a great one, but it also can lead you to other things. So for me, business leaders, really lean on your staff, take their input, take the input of people you do business with and really anybody's around you. So the number one resource is people. Once again, we're talking about coronavirus and being a leader with Matt Sweetwood, and you can find him at msweetwood.com. Matt, thank you so much. There is so much information in here. We're going to get this out right away. I, I want to help so many people get through this current scenario that we're in right now, pandemic, if you will. And just want to just thank you so much for spending the time and giving us this. This is great information. Tony, it's been really a pleasure being on here. I feel particularly honored to be on here at such a critical time. And, you know, my final message out to the audience is we will get through this. We always do. Just be tough, be strong, be driven, try hard, be moral, and it's all going to happen in the right way. Thank you so much. Hey, Success Squad. Thanks for hanging out with me while I featured an elite entrepreneur who took his vision to reality. I hope it was as inspiring for you as it was for me to do this interview. I learned so much. The insights are so valuable. So how did you like it? Coronavirus and being a leader with Matt Sweetwood. You know, this is a time where leaders have to do a lot more and they have more people to take care of in their zone of influence, not just in getting the job done, but in also seeing to the care and well-being of their employees and associates more than ever. Matt says a lot when talking about taking a company from $1 million to $100 million. He was really driven to be successful for his family's sake. Zone into that and really ponder what he did. This is a big key to success. Big. He says clearly that if you are driven to create success, you are going to find a way to do that. Matt repeats that he worked on innovating, working hard, and reinventing over and over and over again. He also knew how to do every job in his company. For you solopreneurs, entrepreneurs, and small business owners, do you know how to do everything? I think the more you know how to do everything in your business, that it makes it easier to train others how to do those tasks. And it makes it easier to be a leader as you know the terrain, you know the obstacles, you know how to get stuff done, don't you think? Matt discusses how rent is a key cost for retail stores, and payroll is right up there too. I know that retail stores, which have a strong online presence, have been able to weather storms in the past. We know we're going to see significant changes ahead with what's going on. Those that really build their online presence can survive much better. No matter how you sell your products and services, I know I'm preaching to the choir when I say to build your online presence bigger than ever, as our retail paradigms are significantly shifting right now. Matt's book, Leader of the Pack, he gives great advice right off the bat, which we all need to adapt and not just listen, 
but get it in our brain, so to speak, and really do it. Not panic. Be calm. And I think by now that most of us have it together. Plan way ahead, months down the road. Cut all unnecessary expenditures immediately. And look where we can make do with less waste. Some of you may be forced to do this, and I feel sad for that. But some of us can do this with conscious choices to make our resources last longer. So I say make a game of it. Make it a challenge. Embrace it. Learn from it. Make yourself better as a result of it. Do you follow what I mean on this? Matt brings up so many great points. If you have people in your care who are working at home, are you communicating with them through video calls and increasing the morale, as well as strengthening the bonds with everyone? This is vital to do often. Let your crew know what's going on. The time for playing poker is over. This is the age of telling those under your care what you are doing and where your company is heading. If you read my vision map, then you already have a head start on how to do that. There's so much more I got out of this interview. What did you get? I would really love to know how you use this information to help you in your business or career. Reach out to me. Okay, guys, now grab hold of your vision. Decide you're either going to start something great or take it to the next level. You have to decide first. You know that. It always starts with a decision. And you can get my vision map to help you along the process. The free ebook is at TonyDurso.com. I created my empire in just a few years. That's all it took. I had the vision map as my guide. I wrote it all up for you. So now you can do it too. And once again, check out all my shows on Spotify, all designed to help you get to the next level in your business or career. And let's help you move on your journey to success. And if you have any Apple device, look up my name on Apple Podcasts, Tony D-U-R-S-O, and please subscribe to my show. A kind review there will get you tremendous appreciation back in return. Thanks, guys. And remember, just take action. Success awaits those who persevere and remain steadfast despite the odds. Sow good seeds, do good deeds, and join me on the next episode of The Tony D'Urso Show. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of The Tony D'Urso Show with his key influencers. Be sure to tune in again next Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. 